Hello. Hello. And welcome to Elementary Springfield. Yes, hello, I'm Claire. I'm Lauren Bock. Hi, who I call Bock. So, and you can call me Lauren. Great. I call you Claire. You do. You don't have a fun nickname. That's all right. Salzy? Yay! Yay! It sounds weird coming from you. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, so... Your nickname. Claire! Oh, that's a good one. So this is Elementary Springfield, where we watch season three to eight, the golden years of The Simpsons, because I haven't seen it. You were in Tasmania doing other things with your life, hence have missed a whole slew of cultural references that everybody else knows. Exactly. You walk through life not understanding what people are quoting if they're quoting The Simpsons. I thought they were just quoting nonsense. And so now we're trying to make sense of the world that you live in. It does make slightly more sense. I feel like we're incrementally getting there. Every episode, <laughs> something is clicking into place. Exactly. This week's episode was Homer at the Bat. Yes. And unlike what I said last week, Homer does not turn into a bat. Unfortunately not. Yes, which would have been a very fun episode. Look, it would have been a nice little Treehouse of Horror moment, mm. right? Little, you know how spooky softball can be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spooky. The spooky. In this episode, there's just a fuckload of softball. It's it's a softball episode. It's a baseball episode. Baseball episode. Yep. People, you know, talk about bottle episodes in TV. Yeah. This is a baseball episode. It's a baseball episode about... Baseball. Baseball. And just when you think it might be about something else... It's not. It's not. It's 100% about baseball. It just goes back to baseball. Yeah. There is many references to, to baseball. baseball. There is many famous baseballers. Yes. That I don't know. Are they real? Yeah, they're all real. Oh, that, somehow that's more disappointing. Yeah. This one was a, I mean, to use a baseball analogy, <laughs> a swing and a miss. It sure was. For me. I laughed at some of the jokes. At the start. At the start. It was a I was like, silly. cool, no worries. We're doing a Simpsons podcast. Yeah. I like watching The Simpsons. I like my buddy Claire. This yeah. one was the most challenging. Yes. To watch so far. Yeah. Because I just didn't get it. And I also didn't and care. After a while, I didn't care. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about <laughs> what happened. Uh, Right. (laughs) What happened in this episode I didn't care about? Homer's eating donuts. Actually, something funny that I do think was funny. Uh, That's it. I'm taking my fucking bra off. Take it off. Keep going. Take it off, babe. Take it off. Oh, it's hot and I'm itchy in between my boobs. It's very hot. Like... Oh, yeah. Yes. So I've started wearing um, non-underwire bras. Because uh Yeah, no, I've got double Ds, right? Yeah, no, me too. But um, uh, they... Well, Feels good? Yeah. Uh, they're still... They're, they're not as perky. I mean, they're still very perky, naturally, but they're slightly less perky without the wire. But, oh, gee, especially on a hot day like today, fuck the wire. The, fuck wire's the wire is fucked. The wire is fucked. It, 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 it itches. So and then if your bra is like maybe a month old, yeah, suddenly it's like... You're done. Yeah, it's like, what happened to you? Itchy town. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. So I've gotten uh, converted... Not by anyone that Show me. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, I know. They're holding up. That's actually quite nice. Yeah. And then it's nice and soft and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've been converted not by any uh work lady that works at any of those shops in the Maya ladies. I've never had any of them be like, You should go for underwire free. In fact, since I was eleven they'd be like, You need underwire. 
What is? I mean, I'm. I like bras. Like, mm. don't get me wrong. I like bras. Same. I like something to hold them up so they don't flop around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not like you know anti-bra. No, I don't want them to hit me in the face. But I also am like, the is boob. underwire a scam? I feel like it's a fucking scam. It feels like a scam. Like, it's a scam. what? Literally, what does underwire do? I don't know. I it don't understand. It's like, it doesn't. I don't think it's actually part of the process. No. The actual. The main point is the straps. The straps and are the very fit, important. Yeah, right? the fit and the straps. Fit and straps. So I feel like hell? I could potentially take the underwire out and I'd be fine. Yeah. I think so. I don't know why we have underwire. I don't know either. There's no wire on the top. No. It's underneath. Yeah. What does it do? It's it's just the patriarchy. It is. We're trying to keep out of the pointy conical bras. Yeah. And the last vestiges that is I mean, we dealt wire. with non-underwire for centuries. Yeah. And we're fine. And we were fine. Yeah. Are breasts any perkier than they were a hundred years ago? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I've watched that movie, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And what's her name? Her tits are real perky. So they definitely didn't have any underwire there. Well, they had corsets yeah. instead. So maybe. Uh, I mean, if I had to choose uh, between uh, an underwire and a corset, so, then yeah, I'd true. probably be choosing the underwire. Yeah, true. Yeah. So I'd take my bra so we can get through this fucking episode. Hot oh, So, oh yeah, the funny, the one funny thing. Yes. Uh, was in the background of the, the staff kitchen at his place was a, a big barrel which said radioactive ingredients waste radioactive waste yeah just it was, waste it was just hanging out there yeah, there the was kitchen. one amazing just little reveal on the side homer oh, yeah. is stuffing his face with donuts he starts to choke <laughs> lenny goes hey look at that points to the staff bulletin board there is an enormous poster with the heimlich maneuver written on it because <laughs> the man had eaten a lobster he was literally just like you know homer's choking everywhere he's like hey look at that the softball sign up. And I was like, mm, that's good. It was All good. All right, that was good. That was a yummy reveal. Yeah. They all sign up for softball. Uh, his own bat called yeah. the Wonder Bat. Yes, because he he goes out one night. He has this spooky story, actually. Takes a sheet of metal and stands under the tallest tree. Things you probably shouldn't do in a storm. Oh. Yeah, know, right? In Tassie, as well as not having the Simpsons, mm-hmm. not, hardly any of our thunderstorms ever had lightning. What? What do you mean? I got nothing for you. I don't know. I don't understand science of it, but I never saw forked lightning until I moved to Melbourne. Did you realise that lightning was forked? I knew it from cartoons. Ah, uh, yeah, right. And from books. Like, I've seen photos. So I was like, well, I guess that's what it looks like if it gets captured on high-speed film. But to me, it just looks like a flash of light. It's weird when there is something you know is a reference to something, but you have never personally experienced it yourself. Yeah, like when you meet someone who's never seen snow. And this is going to sound really obscure, but the sound of seagulls, because they've got that kind of like, wah, wah, wah sound. Yeah. That's not what Australian seagulls sound like. Oh, yeah, our seagulls sound very different to the English ones. English yeah. ones sound, They sound like real, like when you see or like you hear yeah. like on a, on a TV show or yeah. like you know they've got this like the sound of seagulls in the background i'm like that's not what seagulls sound well, like well they used to think that uh seagulls had the souls of trapped sailors and oh. like my mom told me that and i was like no they hell why would they think that and then when i went there i'm like oh yeah they sound sad they sound sad whereas yeah they just sound angry all the time <laughs> They're real angry. Well, that Nemo one in Nemo, where they're like, mine, 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 mine. That's what they sound like here. Yes, that's true. It must have confused a lot of Americans. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, it sort of feels similar to this episode in Mm. that, like, 
I only know baseball and the culture around baseball. Because I've seen A League of Their Own. Because And it made me want to watch A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this like, would be so much more fun if we were watching A League of Their Own. I know, me too. Right? <laughs> and it sounds like an amazing sport. Yes. And it sounds super fun. Yeah. And I love all the kind of almost weird like traditions and conventions, like the guy with the peanuts. Or, yeah. Yeah. You know, and everyone is super famous and really, really well known. As I you mean, know, are very famous. They were. Did and they give was, their actual voices? Yeah, they did. Oh. Um, so here's, like, here's something cool. So unfortunately, it was very difficult for them to do it. This particular episode took like six months to record all of those baseballers' voices. So there was nine actual players that agreed to guest star. All of the players were co- cooperative except for Jose Cancio, who was intimidating. He disliked his original part and insisted it be rewritten. Oh, And the writers grudgingly made him as heroic as possible he was originally supposed to wake up in bed with Edna Krabappel and miss the game. That's funny. But his then-wife objected. What? He disliked the caricature, saying that it didn't look anything like him. When asked in 2007 about his part by the San Jose Mercury News, he responded, that was 100 years ago, hung up the phone, and did not answer any of the paper's subsequent calls. Oh, my God. He fucking hissy-fitted. He did not have a good time being on The Simpsons. Wow. That's also yeah. wild that he didn't want to be waking up in bed because his wife objected to the fact that his, as a voice character who's in a cartoon, yeah. was like had sex with Edna. Yep. Ken Gifford, he didn't understand his line, there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited and got quite frustrated when he was recording it. Well, he says so then, it weirdly. He does say it weirdly. He it does was say big... Dumb baseball players that do not know how to take oh my direction. God, he was like, "There's a party in my mouth, and everyone's invited." Yeah, so like, he says it. That's I'm like, flat. one of them got drunk with uh, Barney, got smashed in the face. Uh, one of them uh, was locked in jail because, for some reason, the police Cops picked him up. Yeah, it just, I, I, think that was I thought weird. it was lazy. You know, gigantism. They just wanted to make an episode with all these baseballs in it. Yeah. And they just they just made stuff up around them. And it actually yeah. felt too absurd. Yeah. It didn't actually feel very authentic. Deuces Machina. That's what it was. Yes, it was. Bloody yeah. Deuces. And also there was no subplot no. after the superb last week's fucking episode. 22 minutes of fucking baseball. Yeah. And Who gives a fuck? And the thing was that Homer got like this magic branch yeah, fell onto the, him and he turned into a magic bat and then yeah. he was hitting home runs and then yeah. suddenly then they just... Knock the bat in half. Yeah, and then it was like, we can't have that bat anymore. I'm like, why didn't you like have some kind of more redeeming arc in which the bat gets forged back together by the players? I don't know, something. Something. Something more than what happened. So the name of the episode, Homer at the Bat, is based on an 1888 <laughs> poem about baseball. What the hell? Called Casey at the Bat. <laughs> People would write poetry about baseball. baseball. What? I mean, we have up there Kazalis, so yeah. those in glass houses. Yeah, but, you know, up there Kazali, what an inspiring song. <laughs> up there Kazali, in there and fight. Show me your mind. So the first few lines of this poem is, The outlook wasn't brilliant for the Mudville Nine that day. It sounds the like a Banjo Patterson poem. The score stood four to two with but one inning more to play. 
And then when Cooney died at first and Barrows did the same, oh, no. a sickly silence fell upon the patrons of the game. Dear me. Boring! Why have they written a bush poetry poem song about baseball? It's a banjo Patterson. Yeah. It's a baseball banjo. Patterson. Oh, actually there was one great bit when Burns was uh, stepped up oh, for some reason. we did get reason. some Burns. That was great. Yeah, Burns, but he actually wasn't that great in this episode. There was no... No Burnsiness. There was only one good moment of Burns. When he stepped up onto the pad thing to have a have a hit, <laughs> and then one of the professional ball players threw the ball, and it literally just, shoomp, just knocked him off the screen. It reminded me of when I was walking up the street once in Melbourne here, and it was very windy. And across the other side of the street, I saw my poetry teacher. I, I'm five foot two; she's about four foot nine. And she couldn't walk up the street. She was walking. <laughs> On the spot. She's so tiny and she's got this really high voice. Hello, Claire. And yeah. so I kind of went over and I was like, how are you? Do you I'm- need help? Do you, want, do you want me to weigh you down? I kind of linked arms there like and a little- walked around <laughs> the corner. Yeah, some guy chucking peanuts around, yeah. hit a car, hit a dude. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, apparently, like, peanuts, hot dogs, beers, like, there's this whole, like, kind of food thing around baseball as well. Yeah, I can't even... I would like to go to a vegan baseball game because those hot dogs seem fun, but I'm like, I want to join in on that. Yeah, right. I feel bad for you because hot dogs are like one of the joys of meat eating. Yeah. They're terrible. Yeah. And that's why you eat them. Ah. Yeah. I used to like Wendy's, you know that ice cream place? Mm. Wendy's. Yeah, I used to really like their hot dogs when I was a kid. Good milkshake as well. Yeah. Before milkshakes became this thing that you took photos of for Instagram. I know. Milkshakes were wonderful ones. When you could get a a caramel milkshake that wasn't salted. Yes. Because, like, literally you cannot get anything that's not, not salted caramel anymore. Yeah, like it's we've like... we've got ridden, the, ridden of caramel yeah. and it's just salted. Like it's you just, bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's, it's, it's a symbol of the patriarchy. Yeah. It's like underwire. It is just like... caramel and underwire. You can both go. Yeah. In the bin. Get fucked, fucked. And set on fire. Like yeah. bra burning. Like bra burning. Salted caramel burning. Salt. Set that on fire. Burn it, burn that it. It actually probably tastes pretty good. Yeah was burnt and crispy <laughs> crispy on the other like a creme brulee yeah yes and then you could snap it into your into your caramel flavored ice cream yeah 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 like a burnt salted caramel wafer thing yes and you put it in in actual caramel milkshake mm. sprinkle it on top i'm hungry oh, now i'm so hungry for <laughs> uh, after this can we get a caramel milkshake yeah i think we need to yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm feeling oh, yeah, i want that i want that is there anything else we need to talk about with this baseball stuff why are these doing so many symbols uh, with Burns. Burns was doing that, that dance. I've, again, I've only ever seen like baseball movies. Yeah. And then I really only have watched all the way through and paid attention to League of Their Own. Yeah. And do they do symbols? They do do symbols. There's that bit where Gina Davis is like, there's like a, she pulls earlobes and she like rubs her lip and stuff. And I think it is like all these ways of like kind of communicating what kind of pitch someone would do. Oh, so what do you mean you by pitch, pitch? Like when you're pitching the ball. Yeah. Do you throw it like high, low, side, like, how do you strategically <laughs> throw the ball? I'm laughing because I hate this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate this too. Oh, my God. Just think of Gina Davis. That was a garbage episode. Well, apparently it did have a quite a bad reception. Good. Tell me. Tell me more about uh, their reception. I didn't like it. Well, I've warmed up to the show slightly over the last decade. I still think it's generally weak and I'd pick it as season three's worst. Ooh. It's so bad that it is considered like... We had a great episode of Bart the Lover last week. What a wonderful a, episode. Of such an unevenness to this season. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I don't remember it being this hit and miss and floppy and kind of stretchy like it. When like I've been telling people where I'm like, we're doing a season three to eight, you know, the golden years, people are like, oh, yeah, the golden years, they really are. There really is. A, and there's no question that all of season three is included in the golden years era. I mean, I think what they wanted to achieve was probably this, like, guest list thing you know like having like a bunch of superstars on there and juggling between them and getting them to do things and yeah i think the simpsons in particular definitely kind of spearheaded that whole like hey come on like you get to be an animated version of yourself like you get to have these celebrities come in and be on the simpsons and i think they still try and do that these days Mm. as well like one direction and like lady gaga on the simpsons and stuff except now it's like their fame is so big that they kind of only have to make them complimentary Whereas I do enjoy that in this episode there is like quite quirky things that these you know baseballers are doing, and one of them was like couldn't say the line properly. Couldn't say. Oh, the other one was drinking that tonic and got like gigantism. Like there's fun things that happen to these to these you know these guest spots. Yeah, and I would say you know that's definitely golden years stuff. There's more of that to come. Yeah, right. Um. And I think one reason why I don't like The Simpsons very much now is that because the guest spots have become incredibly bland. Yeah, right. They're too, like, boring and complimentary. So does anyone watch The Simpsons now still? Yeah, yeah, people still watch The Simpsons now, yeah, like for sure. the current episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw on Twitter, like, a comedian was like, oh, my God, like an American comedian was like, oh, my God, I'm in this week's episode of The Simpsons. I'm playing the female version of Homer. And in my brain, I was like, what do you mean? This week's episode yeah, is it's still it's... going. What? Yeah. How many seasons is it in? Oh, a million billion. It's still going. It is still going. And I think the difficult thing about it is that it was so trailblazing for its time mm. that everything that came after it, you know, you got like your Family Guy, South Park, and mm. these were meaner, crueler shows. Yeah. You know? Simpsons was still at least sitting in this kind of slightly potentially sometimes saccharine kind of yeah. sitcom-y place. Yeah. And that everything has gone so far in this other direction yeah. of like sort of social commentary or like zeitgeisty kind of, you know, meta mm. stuff that there is less of a place for it. Yeah. And there used to be. It used it's it's been replaced. Yeah. But yet it's- it still continues because it is the fucking Simpsons. People often would be like, it's the best television show of all history. I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, I just watched that garbage episode. I think when they do that, it's body of work. It'll be fine. It's going to get better. 31 seasons we're up to now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How old are these characters meant to be? They're just the same. No, I know, but, like, if they were ageing in our actual time, how old would they be? Oh, that's a good question. Like, how old, like, what year was Lisa supposed to be born in? Well, I mean, it was 1989 when it, was, it first aired. So she was eight years old. Was it a couple of weeks ago where we saw her having an image of herself gambling and smoking? Also, that actor has been doing that voice. How old is that actor? Who is Yardley Smith? What does she look like? Good She's honor. 55 years old. Oh my God. Yeah. So she was how old when she started? I'm very bad at maths. Me too. All right. Um, I was not, I was. So Lisa Simpson in 1989, she was eight years old. Okay. So she was born so, in wait, 1981. Lisa Simpson is currently 38 years old. Okay. And Yardley Smith is 50. 55. So 55 minus 38 equals 17. Uh, Yardley Smith was not 17 when she first started 
Okay, voice, you know, that's what I was thinking it meant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what year was Yardley Smith born? Uh, Yardley Smith was born in 1964. Okay, cool. So Yardley Smith was 20, what did I say? 24. <laughs> Yardley Smith was 25 years old <gasps> when she first started voicing Lucy Simpson. 25. She's 55 years old now. Oh my, Five, that's over half her life. 45. She's been, yeah, over half her life. And she, she only does, does Lisa. She only does Lisa. Is her voice really like that then? It is. Uh, my face is aghast. <laughs> My, I, I am shocked. <laughs> it's wow. a huge legacy. Oh, well, there must be more good episodes She's to done come. lots of other stuff. She was on yes. Dharma and Greg. What's she that? Was on, um, it was a TV show in the 90s. She was in City Slickers and As Good As It Gets. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I've she not was also seen it. in Where Back, A Dinosaur Story, which is one of my fucking favorite movies. I've never heard of that. Oh, it's so good. Peak, like, 99, early 90s for me. So I was, like, seven, eight years old. Peak dinosaur girl for me. Oh, yeah, you were Peak. dinosaur girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Lamp for time. Well, lamp for time, but less sad. I don't think I've actually seen it, but I just know what it is. So I have no idea what it's about. Right. Is it a sad warship down, which I also haven't seen? I haven't <laughs> seen that. No, I it's assume all, it's all sad. All the rabbits die. Oh, okay. Rabbits, yeah. Oh, is it about rabbits? Yeah, Watership Down is about rabbits. Okay. Have you heard of it? No. I think it's a short story. And when then... you say Watership Down, it sounds like a war thing. It's about the war, but they. <laughs> They use rabbits instead of humans. Oh, it's like an allegory. Yeah. I've, I've seen TV shows and movies where they like, the last time I cried was watching Warship Down. Like oh, jokes about okay. it. Yeah, it's like used as like a, a stand-up, like Lassie. Yeah, and, yeah, and Bambi, you and know. And Milo and Otis. Oh, yeah, I, I don't want to watch that. I've never seen that. I don't no, watch I, it. I recommend not. Or When the Horse Dies in Lamb. Uh, oh, yeah, I haven't seen Lamb Before any, Time either. Never Ending Story. Never Ending Story. I haven't seen Never Ending Story either. This episode of The Simpsons has made me very floppy. Oh, God. I'm not happy about it. I am not happy. It's made my brain go slow. I know. I feel like I could have some of that tonic that what's-his-name was drinking. (laughs) That was a good Burns bit. Yep, that was good. Been having some brain and nerve tonic. I'm like, there's cocaine in that. Yes, I'm like, give me some of that. Cocaine and ketamine. Yeah, give give that to me. I want the cocaine (laughs) and ketamine. Oh, that ketamine, please. Ketamine, please. Ketamine, please. <laughs> Not actually ketamine. I don't like ketamine. <laughs> All right. So out of ten. One, zero. Zero. Can we give negative? Negative five. I'm bored. I know that you like baseball Simpsons writers. In fact, when they were doing the recording, yeah. um, it took five minutes for them to do the recording and then they spent the next hour signing autographs for the Simpsons stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the? Oh. oh. I got to say, it was incredibly self-indulgent. You know what? If Dusty... Uh, from the Richmond Tigers. Yeah. For any of our uh, any listeners overseas, we have our own Australian football league. I feel like the AFL is much akin to this baseball situation. Yes, but if we had Dusty in a TV show, I don't think the writers and the entire staff would t- take. Uh, how long did you say? Half an hour. Yeah, an hour. An hour. I don't think they would make Dusty wait around for an extra hour for every five minutes of recording they did. Well, the, the baseball is a big fucking deal. And so is Dusty. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. our friends on the project, I don't think they would, like, make him wait around for an extra half hour. Well, it's an attitude difference, isn't it? Australian That's attitudes true. are just different. That's true. You know? That's it's true. It's just, 
and you know what? Today just felt like a real wide divide oh. between American culture and yeah. Australian culture. It was like that when we watched the one about uh, Lisa went to the, the Washington, D.C. Yes, Smith it was could... like the politics episode. Yeah, that and, politics I mean, one. Obviously, you know, there it would have been much more popular in the U.S. than it would have been, like, you know, in Australia. Mm. I mean, again, in the third season, they probably had no idea of its legacy or whatever. That's true. But this one, skip right past it. Oh, do not even consider watching it. Snorfest. It's not even so bad it's fun. Like, when you're watching a horrible movie, it's fun. Yeah. It's not even that. It wasn't boring. It was boring. (laughs) It was boring. (laughs) Put it in the bin. Put it in the bin. Maybe next week... Will be better. I hope that home uh, turns into a bat know, one I day. I feel like you've now, we're on a bit of an edge uh, with this. Uh, I'm sure you still want to keep doing this with me. So yes. you're better. Yep. Whew. I love our friendship. Next week's episode is called Separate Vocations. Um, cool. All the kids at Springfield are going to take aptitude tests. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. I listened to an entire podcast about the um, about that. It's very uh, political. Aptitude tests? Yeah, in America. It's a careers counselling. Oh, I thought you meant them. like the IQ test thing. Oh, it is. Like it is an aptitude, but, you know, you get told what you might want to be when you grow up. Oh, right. So. We, we were allowed to choose our own destiny in my school. <laughs> no, we, we, they still have like. NAPLAN. That's right. Yeah. Still got bloody NAPLAN. Yeah, but that actually doesn't affect any of your grades, but it affects school funding. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. Maybe they, maybe they make the kids do the school's budget every year. Kind of. And that's the nap land. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, kids, <laughs> think of the school tuck shop. How much would it cost for a pie? <laughs> Especially if the school is looking a little bit like we maybe need mm. more money, huh? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yes. Naplan is terrible. Anyway. Okay. And if you enjoyed this, if you've enjoyed us ranting a lot more about The Simpsons than you actually figured, yeah, please do all the things mm. on the social media. Share us, tell your friends, tell tag friends. your friends, uh, tell someone. Tell us if we're wrong about this episode. Yeah, I would like to defend it. Tell please. me why. Please have I an argument. Should have liked it, and yeah. I will debate you. Yes, in public. Yes. On a baseball field. Please do. We'll play it out. Yes. Until then, we'll see you next time. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.